Hi, this is Victoria Meyer. Welcome back to The Chemical Show. In episode 118, I shared some insights from the second quarter 2023 chemical in earnings reports. In that episode, I talked about kind of the themes that came through, which were flat markets due to inventory destocking, sluggish economies, and overproduction in some markets. And also highlighted three approaches that companies are taking to create business resilience in these markets. Those three approaches include commercial discipline, customer centricity, and diversifications of markets and customers. In the next three Thursday episodes, so episode 120, 122, and 124, I'm going to be unpacking these approaches and sharing the approaches that leading companies are following. So stay tuned. Um, if you're not already subscribed to the podcast, you are going to want to do that. Um, so hit the subscribe button now and so that you get these episodes right when they are released. We are also going to be tackling some of these topics and really looking forward um, at the Chemical Summit, which is going to be held on October 24th and 25th in the Woodlands, Texas. Um, you'll get a chance to hear from great speakers and maybe more importantly, engage and talk with other leaders in the industry about how they are navigating today's challenges and tomorrow's challenges and looking towards that future. Um, so head on over to thechemicalsummit.com and reserve your spot. Now, back to today's episode, commercial discipline. That is the focus of today's episode. It means different things to different people in different companies. And so I thought it was useful to unpack some of those approaches that companies are taking that maybe your company is taking, or maybe it needs to get a little bit more focused in taking. During a down economy, companies often face challenges, and we've seen this. Chemical companies are facing challenges that require them to implement various strategies to help support business resilience for today and for the future. Applying commercial discipline involves making really informed and strategic decisions to optimize resources, control costs, and maintain strong market positions. And, you know, I talked about this in episode 118, and it came through in a couple of earnings reports that I referenced. Control what you can control. So to me, some of this aspect of commercial discipline as we see companies implementing it is about control, controlling what you can control and clarity. Um, and I'm going to get into that a little bit more as we go along here. So here are several ways that companies I've talked with are applying commercial discipline to create business resilience in a down economy. First of all, cost optimization. I mean, this is a play out of the playbook that we often hear. Companies focus really on identifying where they can control costs um, and reduce costs without compromising essential functions, without compromising their customers. Um, sometimes this involves maybe renegotiating contracts, streamlining operations, eliminating unnecessary expenses. To me, this is really about clarity on value. Cost optimization is not just about controlling costs. It's about controlling the right costs. How do you know they're the right costs? Because you understand the value that you're realizing as a business, with your customers, and in your bigger picture for your strategy. 
The second piece of this is clarity on costs. Um, and, and it's really, when we talk about getting clear on your costs and getting that clarity, it involves getting to the real and the actual, not just using rules of thumb and assumptions. So one of the things I've I talked with a leader recently who talked about um, margin management and getting really crystal clear on cost management and margin management. And in the particular instance, it was really about um, moving from assumptions in some of their cost bases, particularly in areas of logistics and transportation where a number maybe got assessed for the whole year and plugged into the SAP system. And then you're managing against that using standard rates. It is a simplification. Simplifications are awesome in so many times. However, when you're really getting disciplined about your costs, when you have to get commercially disciplined to deal with these flat markets that we're seeing, you have to go beyond those simple rules of thumb. So getting more current with their real costs. The other thing I hear from leaders, and, and I hear this from business leaders who are you know, making decisions around pricing and margins, they are sometimes lagging their financial people, their finance analysts, or whomever is providing some of those cost data to them um, are often lagging. Um, again, making assumptions, using old data, um, around manufacturing costs, production costs, sales costs, what have you. When your information is not current or when you're using rules of thumb, um, it is really difficult to effectively manage margins, to set your prices, to reach your target margins and EBITDAs um, and, and get the business performance that you want without understanding those actuals. So my second point here is clarity on costs is critical and is a critical element of commercial discipline. The third piece is cash flow management. I think these one, two, three go together, by the way. So, you know, one cost optimization, two clarity on costs, because it's tough to optimize if you're not clear. Um, the third is cash flow and cash is king. Um, I've said this before, you've heard this in other places. This involves really better control of invoicing, collections and payments, right? I think that's where we often see this cash generation engine. Um, I'm also hearing the pros and cons of this, right? So I talked to a leader recently who, who basically said their, um, some of their customers have gotten extraordinarily nitpicky on invoices, right? So um, there's a typo, there's something wrong and kicking it back to the beginning. So it's, it's delaying. Um, it's a strategic delay uh, of invoice payment and processing um, to manage costs and cash flow. But it's also, um, you know, frankly, this goes on both sides of the equation. Cash flow management, managing invoices, managing payables, um, and managing where your cash is going is really critical. Hopefully you're doing it in a way that quite frankly, is respectful of your business partners, customers, and suppliers, because everybody's in the same boat. Um, uh, you know, I've seen it, you guys have seen it sometimes that uh, the, you know, the 800 pound gorilla, if you want to use that term, um, often has uh, <laughs> better and more stringent control on some of this cash flow management, um, but it's across the value chain, right? So cash flow management is critical. The fourth thing is business efficiency and optimization. So 
this falls into a couple different categories. One is just automating and streamlining processes. So I have talked to a number of leaders who have said, we are, we are taking a really hard look at our business processes, making sure that they are streamlined and efficient. Um, again, one, why? It takes costs and time out of the system, right? So time is one of these things that's actually quite costly. Um, but it's also the right way to do business. It allows you to be more efficient with your your people, um, with your finances, with your production, and how you're moving products to and fro with your customers. So automating and streamlining processes is one element of this business efficiency. Optimizing supply chains, right? I think that's something that always happens. Taking a sharper look when you have clarity, as we already talked about clarity on what those real supply chain costs are, you're able to better effectively optimized. So that's one of these elements. Um, and then the other piece is aligning business systems. So I've heard from several leaders recently that they are taking this time when business is a little bit slower um, because, you know, of inventory destocking, things have gotten flat. They are taking this time to really align and combine business systems. This is particularly true of companies that have you know, form through mergers um, and maybe are operating several business systems. When you look at the activities of 2020, 21, 22, they were running and gunning, moving fast, didn't necessarily have time to focus in on um, business systems and business processes and efficiencies because they were um, serving customers and serving their business needs while there was that opportunity. As things slow down, They've taken that time. And, and one leader in particular said, you know, we're working on inter internal processes and getting that fixed, slowing down so that when the markets speed up, we can go fast, right? So that whole concept of slow down, fix it, and then go fast is absolutely um, essential. And it's a critical part of this business efficiency and optimization and one element of commercial discipline that we're seeing. Um. The fifth thing that I'm going to touch on and the final thing I'm really touching on today is around prioritizing and optimizing products and solutions, getting clear, so clarity on the most profitable products, services, and solutions that you're able to offer. So this aligns with two of those other topics we're going to be talking about on episodes 122 and 124, which is customer centricity and diversification. So, you know, we're going to be getting into more depth there. Because obviously, when you're prioritizing and optimizing on your best, and I'm going to use that term um, loosely, and, and it gets defined differently in different places, um, but when you're optimizing on that, you can't do it in a bubble. You have to do it in the context of your markets and your customers and the rest of the value that you're bringing. But figuring out what those best or optimal products and services are and selling more of them is critical cutting the dead weight, right? So there are, we all know this in our business, businesses, there are products and services that are less optimal, that are not as profitable, not as effective. Um, and it's tempting. I will say in a down market, it is really tempting to do everything for everyone. Oh, can you make this product? Sure. Can you do this service? Sure. However, commercial discipline basically involves saying no more often, right? Um, you are really focused in on making the right decisions for your business, for your profits, for your people, for your customers and your suppliers. So um, 
And that involves this whole aspect of prioritizing and optimizing products and solutions, cutting the dead weight, saying no, rather than saying yes to things that are suboptimal. Um, so those are my five things for today. If, you know, applying commercial discipline requires a combination of short-term cost-cutting margin maximization measures. Boy, that's a, a triple M's there, um, as well as long-term strategic planning. So, right. So you've got to look short-term and long-term at the same time. Companies are really focused on effectively balancing those aspects um, so that they have business resilience and positioning themselves to weather economic downturns and kind of these slower times that we're seeing right now so that they emerge stronger when conditions improve. Um, that's it for today. If you um, are interested, I'm attaching a link to a download for some commercial discipline best practices that you can go online and download. So head on over to thechemicalshow.com for this episode um, and you'll be able to download that. And if your business is challenged to find the next level of commercial discipline to ride out the markets of 2023 and be positioned well for 2024, let's set up a call and discuss how we can help. Um, love having those conversations and have some tools and techniques that we can bring to you and your business to help them navigate these uh, flat times and rocky waters of, of the rest of 2023. So thank you again for listening to The Chemical Show. We will um, talk to you again soon. Keep listening, keep following, keep sharing, and we'll talk to you next time. We've come to the end of today's podcast. We hope you enjoyed your time with us and want to learn more. Simply visit thechemicalshow.com for additional information and helpful resources. Join us again next time here on The Chemical Show with Victoria Meyer.